This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum and thispipelife.com. We thank them for their support of this show, and we thank you for supporting them. You're listening to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD. Hey, Bo. Good morning, man. Man, good morning to you, sir. How are yeah, you doing? Yeah, dude. Man, doing well. Doing well. Having another uh, throwback episode to the uh, <laughs> to the morning time. This is so vintage, like 2014 or 2013. Yeah. I can't remember, but... Uh, Man, it's great. Good to see you this morning. 2013. Yeah, this does take you a little bit back. I mean, Dude, we've been doing this a while, man. It's yeah, crazy. To, to pull back the curtain a little bit for those uh, tuning into the podcast, uh, you know, you are getting this podcast as you normally would. However, those that are tuning in for the live show That's last right. night That's right. uh, got a little bit of a shocker because we had no live show last night. And so uh, we're doing kind of a makeup live show here this morning, uh, old school style. Back in the day, just taking them yeah. back, man. We were uh, we were on a, a fold-out table. Not a fold-out table, but a... Um, hey, it was a table made of, like, plywood. It's a table yeah. made of plywood. That, and, that looked like you made it. Yeah. Well, I, I, <laughs> I laid the plywood on the benches, so it was kind of like it. It was kind of... Yeah, no, really, really. A little bit like that. No, yeah. You know, we um, we didn't have a, an episode last night. We, of course, had planned to and were prepared to, but, um, man, I, uh, I lost my voice. Threw it out, man. Yeah, I threw it out. Uh, the um, it, it, as if you're a longtime listener of Country Squire Radio, you'll know that I'm a alum of Mississippi State University, and um, our Lady Bulldogs were playing in the uh the women's um basketball college championship game last night. So uh, that means nothing to Bo. Um, matter of fact, I told him that, and he laughed uh, hysterically I, no, I, at me. I, I support. But, I support. The, no, I know uh, you support all that. Don't worry about it. But but he did laugh, <laughs> and um. And so anyway, uh, you know, my, my sweet, precious little uh, alma mater has never won a national championship in, in anything. And, uh, of course, uh, the cow tipping, the uh, you know, at, they, they quit competing in that after Texas A&M. Dropped OK. Out. All right. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So got to have that right. Um, I, I know. Yeah. But um, but yeah, you know, we, uh, yeah, you know, just we're really excited about it. the Bulldog Nation came out to to support them. And uh, I was screaming bloody murder at the TV, <laughs> uh, which I'm prone to do. I don't get that wound up about stuff. But uh, but man, when, when it comes to Mississippi State, I. I, I have just a little bit of a, a, a chip on my shoulder. So uh, anyway, I threw my voice out and I, I've got it back mostly this morning. Yesterday was pretty touch and go. But uh, but anyway, I, I don't think Bo is going to let me go to a single uh, college football game this fall. I mean, uh, <laughs> particularly I, when uh, when it's followed up by recording Monday. Dude, I, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, there's nothing wrong. With, there's nothing wrong with it is, uh, you know, you got to You got to scream for your team. And uh, and when they don't do right, you got to scream at your team. That's so, right. You know, That's you gotta, right. You got to do what you got to yeah. do. Man, it was it was cool though. I was proud of those ladies for uh, for getting so far. So. Oh, that's awesome! All right, well, go go Mississippi State, go uh, ladies basketball team, uh, go all the way to state. We're going all the way to state. We're going all the way. That's not a song at all, actually. But uh, but maybe it could be the next one. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll work on that. All right, fair enough. All right, so look, <laughs> we've got a great show though uh, tonight. Or tonight, man, this is really going to throw me off yeah, a little bit. This morning, we got a great show this morning. Uh, and actually, uh, as we are recording this morning tonight. You do have an event at the Country Square going on. I sure do. I'm really yeah. looking forward to this. So it's a cigar rolling exposition. That something <laughs> like that. Yeah, exposition. We'll call it that. That, that makes it sound very important. Uh, no, we're having a cigar rolling event at the Country Square. Uh, our our friend Francisco Almonte. He's the owner of Dominican Big Leaguer Cigars. Um, the reason why it's important to know that it's this guy coming to our shop is that this used to be the master cigar roller for Arturo Fuente, uh, which is my favorite cigar brand by far. Uh, and then he was actually the production manager at La Flor Dominicana, which, you know, incredibly popular cigar. They had the number one 
uh, cigar of the year, a cigar aficionado last year. And um, just, just, you know, so he's been very intimately involved in big brands. And he was like, you know what, we're going to, I'm going to go on my own. I've got tons of experience. I grew up in this business. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this myself. And yeah. so he started his own brand, Dominican Big League Cigars. And um, and he's coming to my shop, uh, our shop tonight, to uh, to hand roll uh, cigars right there. So um, so anyway, if you're in the Jackson area and you're listening live this morning uh, as we record, uh, from 5 to 9, we'll have uh, hand rolled cigars fresh off the, the press, uh, live music, uh, strong drinks, and uh, it, it'll be a lot of fun. So come, come join us. Man, that's going to be fun. Yep. That's going to be awesome. Was that, by the way, you know, I, I showed up to the shop last night, even though yeah. we weren't doing a show. Uh, we had listener and uh, our, our first ever club member uh, was yeah. joining us in town, Russ Higgs. That's right. And uh, and so he and I hung out. We went out to dinner. But while we were there in the shop, you were talking to somebody and you had like this like exquisite like cabinet. Was, <laughs> it was, was awesome. Yeah. We, that, you know, a lot of times at these cigar events, they kind of roll out some of their, uh, their specialty items, you know, Man. that are only available at those events. And mm. so, uh, yeah, we had his... Uh, uh, one of his uh, limited edition cigars that uh, it was a 49 count box. The box was a huge, is a huge humidor. It's got, you know, built in cutter and lighter and all this stuff, three tiered kind of thing. It's got a couple trays of box press cigars and uh, a tray of normally uh, rolled cigars. And it was just, it just beautiful. Yeah. It's like a $500 cigar humidor. And, and my buddy Dan, who I was sitting there with last night, he was like, yeah, just go ahead and put that one aside for me. <laughs> of course, as the, as the retailer, my jaw kind of drops and I threw my arms around him. So yeah, it worked out good. But. Gotcha. <laughs> well, hey man, we've got a, uh, like I said, we got a great show this morning. We yeah. are going to be doing a, a little tobacco talk. That's right, man. And, uh, and uh, man, you know, I was kind of almost concerned considering that we were actually doing the show here in the studio right because one of the best parts has always been about tobacco talks for me personally right, right. of course it, as the tobacconist I, I feel the same way well you always you bring the goodies and you bring like the tins and I even remember like you know back in the early shows you would yeah. bring some tins and you would like walk into the, my house with like all these tins trying yeah. not to spill them and everything and then we'd bust them out and open them up and everything and uh, and so I, I didn't know if you know if if you would remember yeah to, if, or if, if it would literally be more talk and less tobacco and less but, tobacco Right. But fortunately, I do see that you got some goodies I, with I've, you. I've got the goodies here, man. <laughs> so we are having a tobacco talk today. And, uh, you know, we are a podcast about pipes and tobaccos, as you well know. If you don't, uh, you have gravely missed something uh, very important. But, um, you know... I, I, as a as a tobacco guy, I I am you know more on the tobacco side. I love pipes, but the tobaccos just uh just call to me, and so uh you know it's always a lot of fun to crack open a couple of tins and uh just kind of give you some initial thoughts on on that type of thing. So um yeah, I've got a couple of interesting ones here tonight, um or this morning. Uh, boy, that's gonna mess me up a lot. <laughs> uh, but uh yeah, okay. So a, a tin uh that I I've had a lot of uh, requests for at the shop. Uh, for some unknown reason, um, that uh, I finally pulled the trigger and, and ordered several uh, for our for our shop so that our customers could could uh, could try them out. Uh, this is a tin, believe it or not, uh, marketed by Panama Jack. Uh, Panama Jack. Panama Jack. Panama Jack. This is Panama Jack Mango. Um, if you have ever been in a a beach shop. And bought like beach towels or sunscreen. A beach shop. Or like th- there's this whole brand, okay, called okay. called Panama Jack. Okay. That 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 kind of revolves around like beach culture. Oh, okay. All right, okay. All right. So like that so like all their you know, they make a bunch of clothing. They're like, you know, seventy dollar like Hawaiian shirts. It's like a and, lifestyle brand. It's a lifestyle brand. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, they've okay. got, you know, you'll go in there and you'll you'll find these uh 
you know, little uh, man purses, man purses, you know, that are, are geared for the beach. You can put a couple drinks in and, you know, they're all about, um, you know, just kind of beach lifestyle, uh, which is kind of funny. Matter of fact, they say uh, they've started marketing cigars and pipe tobacco, oddly enough. <laughs> and so they said, uh, built around the beach lifestyle of leisure and relaxation. Uh, Panama Jack uh, encompasses the same ideas that cigar enthusiasts do and, of course, now have branched into pipe tobaccos. And so uh, it, it's it's funny. You've got, uh, you know, these crazy flavors. They have uh, daiquiri, key lime, mango, which we're going to talk about this morning, uh, melon and pina colada. And um, I, I'll be honest, I was uh, I, I was very uh, as you can imagine, very skeptical of uh, Panama Jack mango tobacco. Well, um, the very concept of having making pipe tobacco for the beach right. what makes me wonder whether or not they've tried to ever smoke a pipe at the beach. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a great point. It is, uh, it, it is pretty difficult. So, um, you know, and, and anytime a, a clothing lifestyle company wants to venture into something as uh, as nuanced and time honored and, and all that as pipe tobacco in the in the world of pipes you just uh you kind of scratch your head a little bit so um but anyway this is a um tobacco of course it comes in a uh, one of these gold uh coin style tins i like to call them classic um the um the back of the tin uh, says panama jack mango a mixture of mild burleys and virginia leaves and this is produced by a company called meyer and dutch now let me give you some uh kind of perspective into that uh meyer and dutch um uh, is the pipe Kind of, it's kind of the pipe tobacco arm of a company that uh, you might be familiar with called Cigars International. Uh, Cigars International is one of the biggest online um, retailers of uh, of cigars. You know, you can go there and buy you know like fifty Gurkha cigars for a nickel kind of thing. Huh. I mean, they're just a wholesaler that they do this kind of thing. And so, um, Meyer and Dutch is the wholesale arm for the kind of the pipe side of that to the to the pipe retailers and then of course they have a, another site affiliated with them that is owned by cigars international called uh pipes and cigars.com oh and yeah so, sure yeah, of course yeah. we're all familiar with pipes and cigars they're the same kind of thing you can go there and get you know a, a you know, fourteen dollar ten of a scudo for you know like three ninety nine or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> right, but right. Uh, you know, it, it, some great great folks that work at pipesandcigars dot com. But uh, but this is available through them and, and through retailers that work with Meyer and Dutch, like the Country Squire. And so um, anyway, it, it's just kind of interesting that they. Uh, tried to come out with something totally different, you know, these crazy fruit-flavored tobaccos. All right, let me see it. Let me see All right, it. So let's do it. All right, I'm going to open the tin, and uh, I want you to just kind of describe what you what you see and smell. All right, so Panama Jack, uh, as you mentioned, you got that uh, the, the fruity uh, logo here with kind of the citrusy orange and yellow That's going right. around the rope. That I would imagine kind of like a, a sailing rope. Yeah, there you sort. go. There you go. Uh, Panama Jack, the, the font as if it was like stamped onto a, a, a wooden crate that was going across the Caribbean. Dude, your visuals are just amazing. Yeah. Golly. Yeah, yeah. And right. then you got- I feel like I'm talking to, you know, I don't know- Ernest Hemingway. <laughs> <laughs> well, so Panama Jack himself, if, if you've never seen him, he is, uh, he's got a kind of a Dr. Livingston, I presume, type situation going on with his hat and his mustache. Uh, although he's got a little pink band around his hat and a, a yellow tie. So, well, you know, he is progressive. And so. well, he's got to get back. He's got to get <laughs> back to the past. Pam, Panama Jack. Okay. That's, that's a Samurai Jack. Never mind. Okay. Oh wow! Uh, what was that? Fruity, delicious. Like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, right? <laughs> Almost like a uh, like a uh, like a now and later right. or something. All yeah. right. So this is. Uh, <laughs> I open it up. Of course. Uh, yeah, it's got that kind of signature. Anytime you see a coin style tin like that, it, it almost has that uh, 
I've, I've started calling them Elizabethan collars. <laughs> you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, exactly. That, the the ruffle, the, the paper ruffle when you open a fresh new tin of pipe tobacco and it's got Ooh. this uh, ridiculous kind of uh, gaudy ruffle around it. So, uh, yeah, underneath that and, and a little black paper circle, you've got uh, just thick cut ribbons, uh, golden ribbons and brown. They're, they're pretty uh, generous size ribbons. Um, and, and, and if you look at it in the sunlight, there's a noticeable like sugar coating uh, on the, on the leaves yeah you don't you a blind man can tell you that you like, don't miss it i'm yeah. telling you it is um <laughs> it's uh you the 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 10 note as soon as you, you pop this bad boy open yeah. the yeah. sugary sweetness is extremely there it's very present it's yeah. almost like i mean just like the citrusy <laughs> yeah almost. yeah it's kind of interesting the the fragrance of it is uh is really nice uh of course if you're if you're into fruit flavored blends it's a uh immediately like you said you get fruit i I really searched for mango in this particular tobacco, and I I, oh, yeah. I, I came up a little short. I got uh, more kind of apricot flavors, I think, uh, than mango. But, uh, but apricot, the, dried, dried fruit. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, but like, it's uh, like raisins. But it, just like all those raisin flavored tobaccos out there that we know and love, um, there are no raisin flavored tobaccos, by the way, um, that I know <laughs> of. I'm, I'm, I, I could rename. Never mind. Uh, that's a, that's hey, another. That's, they're that's another soapbox, right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um, you know the. The, the mangoes, I think, are a little wanting, but uh, certainly get some nice fruit flavors there. Um, you know, for a coin-style tin like this, this is a uh, a particularly moist aromatic tobacco. I was surprised that a lot of aromatics that come in tins of this style uh, tend to be kind of the same consistency of the stuff you find at the bottom of your hamster cage, you know? Oh, wow. Kind of, yeah, I mean, just real, like, you know, like cedar chips, pine straw, like just, uh, you know, the... I, I'm just not a, at the bottom of a you do cage. you do you do and <laughs> and oftentimes these tobaccos taste like that as well right but uh you know it's it's funny the uh yeah the tobaccos aromatics particularly in this style of tin the vacuum sealed tin uh just I don't know for whatever reason are, are typically uh, I, I find to be a little more low quality but the um th- this is really moist and 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 uh looks like it's uh, kept its freshness really well. So, I mean, like I said, if, if you're, you're talking about a lifestyle brand that's built around the beach, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and you know, there is kind of almost kind of this question of like, you know, who, like clearly these these people have never actually tried to smoke a pipe at the beach. Right. Because it, it does seem like it's almost like a disconnect there, except for the fact that I guess what they're trying to do with this is really more communicate the feeling of being like... The fi- yeah, it's like they said, the uh, the beach lifestyle of leisure and relaxation. Yeah. And so, I mean, which, you know, that, I mean, we respect that. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's great. When I think of a pipe culture. smoking a pipe, I I think of a uh, leisure and relaxation. Yeah, um, so it, when you smoke this particular tobacco, um, you immediately get uh, fruit flavors. Uh, and and like many uh, pipe tobaccos that are heavily cased or, or aromatic, um, you know, it, it pretty quickly turns into just kind of a mellow sweetness. Uh, so you get fruit on the front, uh, light, uh, light flavors. Um, like I said, kind of apricot, you know, uh, some citrus flavors kind of swirling around in there. And those first several draws are are particularly aromatic, but then it just kind of evolves into a nice uh, mellow sweetness that, that burns a little hot, but not not super hot by any means. I've certainly smoked aromatics that, that are much hotter than this. But I would consider um, the Panama Jack Mango kind of a uh, just a nice all-day smoke. I think this is a, something you'll smoke really? kind of all, all day. Yeah, I mean, it's not like th- this is a this is a a cased aromatic that is when you smoke this after the first few puffs, you're not going to get just 
you know, a really strong mango flavor. It's just kind of a semi-sweet flavor. Interesting. And so, yeah, I think you could smoke this all day long and uh, and not get sick of it. So, all right, fair um, enough. Yeah, so if you're an aromatic smoker that likes trying crazy new uh, tobaccos, uh, give it a shot. All right, man. Yeah. Panama Jack. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> For that beach lifestyle. Mm. All right, so you're taking us from the beach to where? To Bourbon Street. To Bourbon Street. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man, of course, we are uh, Cornell and Deal fanboys on this show, uh, as we are with many uh, many other uh, pipe tobacco brands. Uh, Cornell and Deal, of course, is one of the uh, great American tobacco blenders, uh, and uh, we, we love them. They came and out- And they love us. And they do love us. That's why they made an homage to your tobacco. That's uh, Yeah, and I know. They, they came out with <laughs> Seersucker. Uh, of course, we've had Seersucker tobacco. I, I'm a soapbox for a minute. We, we did have a, at the Squire a Seersucker tobacco for uh, a solid two years and then recently they have uh, debuted their own ours is a raspberry cream uh, theirs uh, is a cigar leaf blend and, and that's fine I'm not going to give them too much grief about that no, it's the best form of compliment I ju- it is I just reserve the right to use one of their names on uh, on one of my blends oh it's coming guys yeah and so we'll and so <laughs> I, I can't wait to roll out my uh, my Cornell and deal uh, inspired pipe tobacco uh, that uh, will be a completely different flavor so. ah, I think yeah. that's going to be great. Just know that it's coming. I'm, I'm gunning for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Huge. So anyway, yeah. uh, no. So Cornell Deal, uh, they of course uh, have kind of picked up on this uh, concept of or the the growing amount of small batch kind of enthusiasts in the in the pipe world. Right. You know, pipe pipe world now. Uh, you know, 20 years ago was a bunch of guys that were buying uh, a pound of tobacco at a time for, you know, four, eight ounces of tobacco at a time. You know, they, these were guys that were smoking a lot of the same thing all the time, uh, not mixing it up as much. And and nowadays, the, the, the market's very different in pipe tobacco. You've got kind of these enthusiasts that smoke small amounts of this and that at a time. They're not just crushing, you know, uh, two pounds of the Country Squire Cherokee as much as they used to. They want to they try a sample of this, sample of that, you know. Not just not just smoke one Q all day kind of thing, um, and so you've got these small batch enthusiasts that uh, are are growing, and and uh, what folks have noticed is folks have started to create their own tobacco cellar. Uh, cellaring is such a popular. Uh, the concept in in the pipe tobacco world right yeah, now. Yeah, big so, time. Uh, it, it's funny. The first time I heard a, another pipe nerd, uh, this is kind of before I'd gotten in more of, of, of to the culture, but another another pipe guy talk about his tobacco seller. You know, in, in my mind, I literally thought like, wow, this guy must be wealthy. Like he's got a like a cedar lined like <laughs> room under his basement that like he unlocks and goes down and it's like dimly lit and like he he's got a cellar and like I'm sure he meant like a cardboard box under his bed. Yeah. You know the, what I mean? The, the process of cellar. Yeah, but but we, yeah, we of yeah, course yeah. have to make it, you know, maybe we, you know, I've got these tobaccos in my cellar and so uh, the cellar might be, you know, a, a, a Tupperware bin that you put uh, next to the dog food, but it's a cellar, right? No, man. So. Like I, you know, <laughs> talking to Russ last night and of course that guy, he uh, he hangs on to some tobacco. God, no. He's like yeah, I've got like eight ten, eight tens of that put back. Yeah, exactly, yeah exactly. I could use some more. Yeah. I almost, I almost. What he was telling me about because we were talking specifically about um, not Christmas cheer, but uh, holiday spirit. Holiday spirit. Yeah. And uh, and how I, I for the first time tried holiday spirit uh, when I was in Austin and and just absolutely loved it. And he was telling me like, yeah, I got about you know, uh, you know, he's talking about collecting the uh, I think the Christmas cheer and and how he has like multiple tens of each of each year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, what happens when you get down to the last one? Like, like, would you, would you, would you save it just like to have it up there? He's like, well, I think it depends on how many years I have left of my life. 
It's getting down to it's like, well, my kids could sell this for college, but that's true. No, I'm gonna smoke it. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm gonna burn it down. <laughs> that's great. Well, you know, the, so if folks have kind of built these sellers like Russ and 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 like you and me, and 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 we've got this. Uh, a kind of growing trend of doing this. So, uh, so what what Cornell Deal did is uh, a few years ago they came up with the concept called the Seller Series. Mm. Uh, these are tobaccos uh, that are. Um, highly designed to be aged, which I think is just really, really special. They um, they typically uh, are going to be crumble cake tobaccos, so they're tobaccos that uh, have picked out particular leaves that are that are good for aging. We're talking uh, Virginia's Perique, uh, things of that nature that that just really do well with some pressure and some age on them. Uh, and then they press these tobaccos and put them uh, put them in a tin, and uh, and the the back of the tin says something on in general. Like this, estimated peak ten to fifteen years. Uh, and, yeah, which is really interesting. Well, that's so, an investment right there. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. They uh, came out initially with uh, Oak Alley Chenay's cake and uh, Wa de Vivre, which uh, means joy of life. You in did French. not pronounce that right. I did not. No, but I faked <laughs> it really well. You know, it sounded, I faked it really well. It all right. Uh, is joy of life in French, and so. Um, it, they, uh, you know, came out with these and then eventually, uh, have, have one that we're talking about here this morning called bourbon blue. Uh, now I'll read you the back of this can. It says, uh, perhaps the most well-known street in the French quarter, the oldest district in new Orleans, this cellar worthy blend takes its name from the colorful bourbon street whose blue shutters have lined the rue for years. I was not aware of this, but mm. apparently so. Uh, in this equally memorable blend, uh, bright and red Virginias are mixed with the uh, with just right amount of dark-fired Kentucky and long-cut Perique. Let's see. And, and then these leaves are married together with bourbon before being pressed to form an old fashioned crumble cake. Uh, and again, uh, estimated peak 10 to 15 years. So, um, so anyway, all their cans are going to be, uh, you know, in that, uh, kind of, uh, I, I you know, it, the, uh, Cornell deal traditional style can with their, uh, signature, uh, ill fitting lid <laughs> that they're, that they're kind of, uh, put on there. A lot of times their Cornell deal lids don't fit particularly great, but, yeah. um, but yeah, open that and, uh, and, and tell me, tell me what you think. All right. So, you know, you, like you say, you got kind of the, the, the high rise tin here, not, not like the, the crazy, you know, it's not a can of soup, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of a sm- yeah, small, exactly. squashed. Yeah, it's like a tuna can. Yeah. And you got the, the boards, <laughs> uh, you got some two by fours with kind of a stain feel right there with the uh, the shutters that you've described and uh and then of course the uh the florally uh well a, a, a kind of a unique florally yeah um yeah in their approach it's, it's almost got like a spade on top uh you might see that a lot on some of the iron fences and iron gates uh that are around the french quarter yeah they're in a, around new orleans exactly. you need to be a descriptive novelist but you do good at that oh man okay uh wow well, hang on hang on yeah okay so he's open he just opened the tin he's sniffing it all right, so you know, like when you smell something and you instantly recognize, wait, I know this. Yeah. What is this? I, I, <laughs> it's bourbon blue. <laughs> yeah, but like so, that tin note yeah. kind of well, smacks you in the face for there. A okay, so you, so you think of uh, bourbon blue. Of course, they've, they've said this is kind of an homage to uh, Bourbon Street. You think of Louisiana. And the tobacco, of course, you think of when you think of Louisiana is, uh, is Perique, uh, St. James Perique. And so, uh, this, this tobacco, they say, has just the right amount of that. Um, and, and you can smell some of that kind of, uh, 
uh, I don't know, vinegary sting a little bit when you when you do smell the crumble cake. It's a it's a nice moist crumble cake, real real soft, uh, flakes off real easy. Uh, I when I smoke it, use a uh, just a pocket knife to you know kind of scrape some of the leaves off and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. grind them up a little more. But uh, just a real real pleasant cake. When I, when you when you smoke this tobacco, this is a very uh, this is a very great tobacco. I, I was very pleased with this. Now, now keep in mind the back of the tin says you know the uh, peak age is what like ten to fifteen years. Right. Uh, this tin is two years old. Now I, yeah, I bought this. Uh, I bought this a couple of years ago, and it's been in my uh, cellar, which is a cardboard box underneath my towels. We we, we uh, all know how John David is with uh, with commitment. Then. Oh oh yeah, you know. Right? Oh, we got a brand new time next week. Go back to the beginning. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh man, but uh, so anyway, this this tin is a couple of years old. And uh, and uh, lit it up, and you know, I, I was really really happy with this with this particular uh, tin of tobacco. If you are a, um, a Virginia or Perique lover, you'll you'll really enjoy this. Um, the Virginias are immediately present uh, when you smoke uh, bourbon blue, as is the dark fired Kentucky. You immediately get the sweetness of a of a Virginia leaf, particularly some of those kind of more mellow leaves. That there are plenty of bright leaves you can tell in this in this tobacco, but uh, some of those richer, velvety uh, red Virginias, I think, really, really shine there. Is it the vinegar that gives it that barbecue type smell? Well, I, I think what you might be smelling as far as in the tin is uh, is that dark fired Kentucky Burley. Okay. Yeah, and and, and that just has kind of a rich uh, a rich smell. Yeah, you might get kind of a ketchupy flavor from that. Of course, Virginias kind of tend to tend to have that naturally anyway. But when you when you light this tobacco, you're immediately getting uh, kind of sweet mellow Virginias, followed immediately by the strength of that dark fired Kentucky Burley. Um, it, it it's a nice uh. Uh, kind of medium to full body tobacco. Uh, the perique for me was not noticeable until I retrohaled. So until I pushed the the smoke through my nose uh, to really get that extra flavor, and I and I got immediately uh, that kind of uh, perique signature uh, vinegary zing. I call it. You know, it's always uh, I, I love describing perique. They call it. You know, of course the the truffle of tobaccos because it's uh, just so exquisite. Um, but uh, but the perique was married here just so well. I think with uh, whatever. Virginias they used here uh, with the dark fired burley. So um, this is a really well done tobacco. I, I look forward to smoking more of this uh, in the near future. It's a tobacco that is is smokes very cool uh, and it stays lit very easy. It burns to a really fine uh, powder. Um, and I, I found myself not having to tamp this tobacco very often to keep it lit, which is uh, which is always a plus. All right, so I'm kind of curious about this. I mean, with with kind of their approach to making a intent like a tobacco with the intention of aging it, of souring yeah. it, yeah. For especially for that amount of time, t- for t- to me as the non-tobacconist, just kind of like the the outside looking in, yeah. A cake doing a crumble cake, which is all about pressure That's in right. terms of like the creation. Seems almost an interesting approach because after 14 years without constant pressure, is well, it is it less like cakey? <laughs> you know I mean? No, no. I mean, I think it, well, it might expand a little bit, I guess. But uh, but the idea that initial pressure, what you're doing is you're taking the moisture in all those leaves and you're forcing it to bleed into the other leaves. Right, okay? right, right. Yeah, and and, and that initial shock. Uh, you know, after it just and and then the, giving it the opportunity to just kind of marinate in its own pressure there, uh, for a long time after. And, and some folks will actually, you know, press the tobaccos for a long amount of time before they tin it. You know, so there might 
uh, it might undergo an, an age of pressuring. Uh, but you know, with an old-fashioned crumble cake like this, you're just kind of making the cake uh, and then and then putting it away. Ah, yes, the um, old age of pressuring. <laughs> <laughs> the pressuring age followed by the unpressuring age. Back in my day, I had to pressure up the hill both ways <laughs> in the snow. Um, so anyway, uh, but yeah, I, you know, Virginia's and Perique particularly, uh, these tobaccos just uh, just age so well that really something magical happens to those sugars, I think, over time. And so uh, they, they really nailed it on this one. Um, it, one thing I really appreciated about uh, about Bourbon Blue is that for a strong kind of medium to full bodied uh, Virginia Perique dark fired burly tobacco for, for this particular particular tobacco um it's sweet this is a sweet tobacco there, there's real some 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 sugary notes there that uh I, you know natural sugar we're talking you know virginia perique sugar types but um th- there's a natural sweetness to this particular tobacco that's just really really pleasing it's kind of uh it, it throws a bone i think to you know folks that just like a sweeter blend and so you know if you're looking for a more full-bodied blend, something that's going to let you know you're smoking tobacco that's strong, um, but then also want something that is, uh, you know, it, it is kind of, uh, you know, kind of, kind of sweet. Just has, has enough of the sugar on on the back of the uh, of the puff uh, for you to appreciate. I think you'll really enjoy this uh, this blend. So I'll look forward to smoking more of it. And uh, I wish I had the patience to keep some back for 15 years, but but honestly, probably not. You know, they mentioned, of course, that Bourbon Street is like the the most well known street in new Orleans. And, and that yeah. is, that is true. But, uh, the times they are a changing, uh, when I was in new Orleans, I was at like an event and it was all mostly outsiders, people who had come into new Orleans. Yeah. yeah. And so somebody made a joke about like how, okay, you're all last, you know, you're all recovering last night from a night of drinking, had too much. But then instead of bourbon street, they said on Frenchman street, on Frenchman street. And I was like, yep. oh. <laughs> we've lost Frenchman Street, guys. It, what it's, one more iconic uh, local street has has been lost to the, uh, the dust to outsiders. The problem yeah. is, I I know where like the new Frenchman is, and I'm not going to say it on the show because that's the problem. I've told too many people about Frenchman Street. I'll, I'll tell you later. No, no, no. no. <laughs> the problem, but the the new street is like you can't you can't like easily walk to it. You have to like you know hop a cab and yeah yeah. I'm, I'm not hopping a cab. No, no. Uh, I like walking everywhere. That's cool though. This is a this is a neat homage to uh to to New Orleans and Bourbon Street. I think uh think if you're a Virginia Perique lover, like some of that strength of the dark fired Kentucky Burley, you'll uh you'll enjoy this. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. This is very true. This is very true. And hey, you know who loves a good homage? Who, Bo? Well that would be the good folks at Missouri Meerschaum. Oh, that's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> uh, in fact, you know, one of the great things about Missouri Meerschaum, as a sponsor of this show, we get to talk about it every single week, but it's especially appropriate whenever we're talking tobacco, because if you're sampling new tobaccos, if you're trying anything out, uh, a good quality corncob pipe is what you're going to want to be able to sample those tobaccos and, uh, and yeah, and get a good clean smoke every single time. You don't want to try something new. Uh, you know, you don't want to try a new, like, uh, you know, uh, an aromatic lens. You probably, for example, don't want to um, bust up the uh, the uh, Panama Jack, the the mango. Yeah, when you're in your like in your like strong Latakia pipe. Yeah, when, when I'm smoking a pipe that's been seasoned well for uh, you know Dunhill Nightcap or exactly. something. Exactly. Um, you, you want something that's that's going to be fresh and clean. Exactly. Fresh and so fresh and so clean. <laughs> so uh, which is exactly what we think of when we think of Missouri. Missouri Meerschaum. So, that's right. Uh, yeah, great value pipes. Of course, they're uh, well made corn cob 
corncob pipes, the most iconic corncob pipe in the in the world, and uh, big supporters of our show. We uh, highly recommend them, particularly for trying new tobaccos like Bo said. And uh, man, take some photos of you smoking your Missouri Meerschaum this week. If you've got one, we would uh, love to see that, and we can uh, retweet some of those along the way. Absolutely. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Pipe question of the week. All right. We've got a great pipe question in this week that comes in from listener Zach, who says, you know, as you recall, Zach actually wrote in last week, but uh, he his kind of feedback also included a question. I wanted to save it for this week and make it special. Yeah. Okay. Zach says, I just had one quick question uh, that I haven't really seen answered clearly anywhere. From what I understand, Meerschaum does not really build up a cake like Briar, but does it retain the flavors of the tobacco you smoke in it? I'm just curious as to whether Meerschaum or Meerschaum lined pipes would have to be kept for a specific type of tobacco like Briar, or could it be used for pretty much anything like a corn cob? Thanks again for what you do. Uh, it's a great resource for a newbie like me. And there you go. So yeah. that's again from listener Zach. Man, great question, Zach. And and yeah, this is um this is a real good question, particularly if you're thinking about buying a, a Meerschaum pipe. You may have heard that Meerschaum has some, you know, benefits or smokes different, but are not exactly sure how, you know. Uh I, I love smoking a Meerschaum pipe. I have only two Meershams. I've kind of uh rid my collection of all the Meershams that I don't smoke. Uh, but Meerschaum is Meerschaum is awesome, and I smoke it very regularly. The the two pipes I have, and the reason I smoke them, is because it is the purest flavor and taste I have found in any pipe. Uh, it, it just it, it it lets you appreciate the flavor of the tobacco for what it is. And so, um, a, a lot of times, you know, you'll catch me smoking my Meerschaum, particularly when I'm working on a new blend, uh, working on a a new uh you know new tobacco. Want to try new tobacco that someone else has come out with. 
a lot of times, you know, as a blender, you'll uh, kind of get interested. You, you'll, you know, I, man, I haven't smoked uh, straight Latakia in a while just to kind of mm. get the real richness of that flavor. So, you know, I'll put a little straight Latakia, straight Burley, straight Perique or something in my Meerschaum and just get that real uh, kind of pure flavor. But um, yeah, so in Meerschaum, you're not supposed to build cake. Now, y- you can build a cake uh, in it, but but you need to, you know, if you clean it very religiously afterwards, uh, the beauty of it is it does not uh, build a cake and it does not ghost. Um, and so wh- typically what I do, I always have trouble describing this process on air, uh, but, you know, I, it's the only way I know how to describe it. I take I take my pipe cleaner, I bend it into the U-shape uh, and then poke it down in my Meerschaum after every single smoke um, and give it a good good twist and I'll, I'll, you know, do a couple of cleaners until it comes out just perfectly clean. And then on top of that, I'll even take uh, my finger, like my pinky or something, and I'll, I'll put it in the bowl and I'll just, I'll just wipe it out to make sure there's no, you know, tobacco residue down there at all. Um, and if you continue to do that as you smoke and use your Meerschaum, I mean, your Meerschaum will provide you with just a very clean, uh, clean, you know, pure smoke uh, for years, years and years. And so, um, but anyway, yeah, that that's how it is. Uh, it, you know, even uh, for whatever reason, that material, that sediment that's there, it's just really nice about uh, about smoking pure over time. So um, I think you'll think you'll enjoy it. All right. Well, great question, Zach. We really appreciate that. Uh, happy to provide the service too to uh, to newbies like you. And hey, if you've got a pipe question of the week that you'd like to send in, don't be afraid to ask. Send it in. Show at countrysquireradio.com. Quick fire with the squire. Quick fire questions. All right, man. We got some quick fire questions. Uh, these are coming in from the good folks over at thispipelife.com, specifically. Uh, Malka Piper. Malka Piper, a user and forum member over at thispipelife.com. More on thispipelife.com in a minute. But for now, let's get to what uh, M. Piper here says. All right. Sriracha or Tabasco? Tabasco. Yes. And we are probably in a great minority on this. Are we really? I I think so. Yeah. Sriracha is so incredibly popular in the United States right now. Like, there's kind of a cult thing. I mean, you're seeing like Sriracha, like you know, uh, T-shirts and I mean, I, I don't know. It's just there's like a sriracha culture out there. You can't. I, no, no. I, I'm just telling you, Bo, it's a it's a thing. You just need to understand. <laughs> but but, you know, in the South, we you know, we we uh, old habits die hard <laughs> sometimes for good and bad or bad. But uh, but man, I'm, I'm a Tabasco guy. Yeah. And, and I don't use a lot of hot sauce. But when I want hot sauce, I'm a I'm a Tabasco guy. You can't. You can't. How, how are these? They're not. Uh, whatever. All right. Fine. <laughs> Fine, fine, fine. Just trust me on this. No, it's, no, a, no. it's a it's a thing. I get that it is. I just I don't I weep for society. Right. Uh fish and chips or chicken and waffles? <laughs> chicken and waffles. Chicken and waffles. Man. Come on. I know I, I like fish and chips at times, but dude, I mean, you know, we're in the South where uh, you know, trying attain trying to attain the next level of uh diabetes is a is a sport. And so uh man, you know, ch- chicken and waffles is uh it's just the way to go. You put yeah. some syrup on there and mm. This is true, man. I'm I'm right there with you. Uh, the, here's the deal: fish and chips. I've also found is kind of hit hit or miss uh, here in the states. Yeah, uh, because some people some people don't know how to make fish and chips the right way. Yeah, when, when you go to Great Britain, it's a it's a different ballgame. Exactly. I think. Yeah. And understand, this says fish and chips. It does not say catfish and fries. That would be a different discussion. <laughs> it says fish and chips. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's true. The implication is different. All right. So yes, chicken and waffles on that one. Uh, let's see. Let's go with a uh, tiny house or an RV. Um, I'm going to go, gosh, this is difficult. Uh, as, as 
cool as the concept of a tiny house is, I'm going to go with RV. Mm. And that's all I'm going to give you. Mm. Um, so normally I would say tiny house. I think in almost every, any other situation and just in general, I would say tiny house. RV gets a little additional bump. I, I shared my VR in the RV last week, right? I think I mentioned that on air. I can't remember. Just in case I did not. So when I was in Austin, I went to this party that was thrown by like Sony and Microsoft and such. And uh, it was really cool. They actually had uh, like a bunch of video game stuff set up. It was like in this club. So there was this uh, live music plan. And inside the club, on the dance floor, they had an RV. Now, I don't know how they got the RV <laughs> in the club. If they like had to like lift it over the roof or something like that or what whatnot. But wow. one way or the other, there was an RV in the club. But here's the thing. Okay. They the sign said VR in the RV. Right? Now I'm dyslexic, so I'm already just confused. You, you, you're yeah, totally lost. Totally good. No, I'm, I'm guessing they were talking about virtual reality. They were talking about in the virtual RV. reality in the RV. Right. So, so, so you went into the RV to experience some kind of new technology or something. It Is was that the idea? Incredible, that's, man. That's pretty cool. All right, so it was one of these things. I got just got to geek out about this. So they, <laughs> they gave you like these two like controllers, right? On either hand. Yeah. But they like had like squeezable type controller, right? I'll never make that motion towards you ever again. Please don't. But they, but they had these like squeezable type uh, controllers and everything. And you put on the headset and you're like a wizard. And there's like a cauldron in front of you and potions and crystals. So you go and you reach out and you grab the crystal and oh, throw wow. it in. And like literally the way that the kind of the squeezing thing works is yeah. you actually feel as though you're actually like lifting it Lifting up. something. Yeah, yeah. It's really amazing. Putting and, your hand in something. That's and, interesting. And so as like like you you drop the crystal in, it like creates a spell that all of the furniture in the room start like rising up like, like with the force. Right. And you can use the force essentially to like grab it and like hurl it across the room and like the physics feel as though it's real. And it's one of these deals where like you get so immersed. I got so immersed that like I'm going crazy. I'm like waving my arms around and everything else <laughs> trying to move this furniture around, forgetting the fact that, oh, wait, I'm actually in an RV. <laughs> and so right. I keep on bashing these like, you know, like thousand dollar controllers up against like the walls of the RV. Oh, my gosh. Else. These people are like, get this guy out of here. Exactly. So I'm, I'm going to give it up to the RV because of the VR and the RV. OK, there you go. All right. There you go. That was, that was a long answer to a very short question, <laughs> but. But it was a neat, it was a neat answer, and, and we were glad to know about the VR and the RV. There you go. Um, <laughs> and then uh, let's see, let's let's finish it up with uh, velvet smoking jacket or Carhartt. Carhartt. What's a Carhartt? Uh, well, Carhartt is a brand of uh, of of clothing, and they make uh, kind of heavy duty work clothing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. see. I see. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna have to go with the. Um, Gosh, I don't know. I, I actually don't own a velvet smoking jacket, but but I, but I do own some Carhartt. <laughs> so oh I'll probably I'll probably go with the car. I probably smoked a lot of uh, a lot of um, of of pipe tobacco wearing Carhartt uh, pants. I don't have Carhartt overalls. Uh, our good friend and uh, pipe carver two combs with rocks pipes uh, can rock a pair of overalls. Yeah, uh, we pick on him mercilessly whenever he does. <laughs> but uh, but I do not own a pair. Um. Yeah. Car is You're a smoking jacket guy. Am I? Yeah. Well, I'm not really a jacket guy. One way or the other, I'm a t-shirt guy. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm. That's... It's a smoking velvet t-shirt. Is that a thing? <laughs> no, it, it could be. <laughs> I'm scared to ask the question. We're gonna but... make a fortune, baby. So smoking <laughs> velvet smoking t-shirts. We'll market With velvet the... Uh, to the to the millennial smoker. Yeah, man, be... it's gonna be like V cut and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> See a bunch of them in like Nashville. It's awesome. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I, I don't. I can I pass on this one. Yeah. I don't know that I really. I don't know that one. But uh, but yeah. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take a hard pass on that one. But okay. everything else we agreed upon. So yep. uh, Mako Piper 
you are either a winner or a loser. Not sure what that means, but one way or the other, we agreed more than we disagreed. Yep. So congratulations. The points don't matter. And wait, what was the uh, the old uh, uh, whose line is it anyway? Welcome to whose line is it anyway, where the points don't matter and the uh, the scores aren't real or something like that. I can't remember. All right, fair enough. Yep. But one way or the other, we appreciate you uh, sending <laughs> those in. Of course, that's at the uh, the forums at thispipelife.com. We've yeah, got an that's ongoing right. forum at thispipelife.com where you can go and send in those quick fire questions uh, we'd love to get those. If you have not done so already, you can register at thispipelife.com using the code CSR. It's absolutely free to do it. Just go there, thispipelife.com, use the code CSR. And here's the added awesome thing. Once you do that, and you do want to do that first, this li- thispipelife.com, use the code CSR. But after you do that, head over to Facebook, head over to Twitter, head over to Instagram. You want to you Instagram these guys, tweet them, Facebook them. They are all over the social networking spaces. And so if you are someone who wants to get your pipe life into this pipe life, uh, you can bring it out to the social pipe life by doing that right there, heading up on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. But first, of course, registering thispipelife.com using the code CSR. Your thoughts, your comments, listener feedback. Listener feedback. All right, man. We got some great listener feedback. We got some good listener feedback. Yeah. All right. So Jordan Crowder. Now, Jordan, to take it back, you mentioned the yeah. seersucker. He, yeah. He, Jordan, he gave the seersucker to his brother who went on Joe Rogan's show. That's right. His brother, uh, Stephen Crowder, right. uh, has his own podcast and his own uh, YouTube channel. Well, now, see, Jordan, Jordan's stepping on up. He's got his podcast now. And, and now Jordan, and then and then he went on uh, Joe Rogan. That's right. Right, and and took some uh, took some seersucker with him. Your country, country squire seersucker. Your, your, your recipe. That, that's, that's correct. And, and, and they, they smoked it, and Joe Rogan said it was from Missouri. And, and he was wrong. And he was wrong. Right. Right. Jordan, you going to fix that for it? No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so Jordan writes in, what does Jordan say? Uh, love the new mics. Uh, I just launched a podcast and we gave y'all a shout out on the first episode. Your format was a huge influence on our show. Uh, and he says, uh, hashtag gents cough law. I think it's the name of the show. Oh, yeah. Hashtag gents cough law. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's great. Jordan, thanks so much, dude. Of course, we're uh, we're not recording on our new mics today because we're in a different studio. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, but we, we do uh, love the new mics that we have and uh, would not have been able to get those if it weren't for our um, our faithful supporters on Patreon. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. man, that, that was really cool. And, uh, man, look forward to uh, keeping up with you and your new podcast. Absolutely. Congrats, man. A lot of, uh, of mic love as well. We got uh, Roberto saying, nice mics, keep up the good work. Man, Roberto, all the way from Italy, man. He, he made a pipe pilgrimage on his honeymoon. Man. From Italy. Man. Uh, to, to come to the Country Squire in, in Little Jackson, Mississippi. Come and, on, uh, Roberto. I know, dude. About. I know. It's so awesome. He, uh, I, I think uh, him and our friend Christian from um, from Switzerland are the two farthest pipe pilgrimages we've had. And uh, wow. always always good to hear from Roberto. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, we also got uh, Charles Hibbs who says, no matter what time you guys start, I'm always going to be 1.5 hours late. Well, well, meet you at the same time, Charles. Yeah, yep. that's about right. <laughs> uh, and then we also got some feedback from, uh, uh, so our, our uh, listener last week, whose name I butchered, uh, and whose name I am likely going to butcher again. Okay. All right. Should I should I even try it? That's the question. We, 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 we'll, we'll tweet it out. Okay. That way, that way, people can try for themselves. <laughs> no, I, I can't do this. I, I you know I, I do feel like you know I've, I've it's it's Cosimo. I think is yeah. is 
Cosimo. Cosimo. Yeah. Hey, r- run with it. Baby. I'm, I'm, I'm going to run with Cosimo. Right. Cosimo, nothing but love for you, brother. Um, he says, Thank, uh, thanks so much for the great welcome, guys. Looking forward to listening every week. Hope to get uh, to Mississippi in a couple of years from now to visit the Country Squires. Yeah, we would love to have you down. Love to. It, it is always our biggest joy to uh, to have people make a special trip to come to see us. And um, man, we, we could not be honored in any, any greater way. So, uh, Cosimo, when you get to our little neck of the woods uh, in the Deep South, uh, we, we look forward to rolling out the red carpet for you. Absolutely, brother. All right. Well, good stuff. Well, hey, uh, if you would like to also join the club, you absolutely should. We, we strongly encourage it. In fact, uh, you would be one of uh, many, many members. In fact, we got a new member this week that um, I'm actually going to save to share next week. Yeah, okay. Because uh, I want to always make sure that we do that at the top of the show. But I will say that uh, almost all of our club members, except for our newest member, should now all have their digital club cards. All of those went out this last past week. Uh, I played some major catch-up work now that I'm not on the road anymore, and so everybody should have their club cards, so uh, so check your, your email inboxes for those. And if you would like to join the club, go to uh, patreon.com slash Radio, or if you're listening on the Satchel Podcast Player, which you absolutely should, uh, it's got Be a Patron right there on the button on your screen right now. Look at it. See it? Be a Patron. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so shameful. No, man, it's there. I, I'm, I'm just saying, no, it's, it's right there. there. Yeah, it's right there. there. Look at it. Uh, but yeah, so so become a patron. Um, you can uh, become a club member for uh, three to five dollars uh, an episode. Uh, or if you you don't want to necessarily join the club, but you do want to help make the show happen, uh, we we strongly encourage you to do that as well. For just a dollar an episode, you get our full archive of uh, a backlog of uh, several several shows. We're coming up close, guys, on two hundred uh, pretty soon. Did did did. Did you hear me That's just amazing. say that? 200, 200 episodes? Wow. Yeah. So we, we got to do something kind of big for 200, Golly, right? Golly. What do we wear? Tuxedos or something? That's when we wear the smoking jackets. Uh, the, or the smoking t-shirt. V-neck t-shirt. I'm not. Velvet. I'm not agreeing to that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not in my contract. Can't wait. <laughs> Can we get someone to design that like they did the uh, reverse mullet stiletto pipe? We've already actually gotten a couple of people... <laughs> We've gotten a couple of people in who've uh, already started uh, sending in designs for the uh, for the pipe club because we've kind of put that out there to club members. Like, That's right. Hey, we yeah. You know we we want the we want the the uh, the Country Square Radio Pipe Club to have kind of its own iconic symbol, kind of a rallying point, and and just kind of as just some just some thoughts out there. That the goal with that is to really make uh, make the club symbol something special and and something unique to the fact that our pipe club kind of does have these radio ties right like with radios like baked into the name yeah that's right but also the, like be a community gathering point as well i've seen some interesting concepts you know one in particular uh that i got i want to say this last past week was uh, it was it was kind of a, a nice design, uh, although it was very kind of almost Mississippi focused. And and while we are based out of Mississippi, yeah. this is an international pipe club. That's so, right. So think That's about right. it from like a very kind of unifying factor. And uh, I just want to put that out there to, to anyone who's kind of in the club and and, and wants to kind of work on uh, you know some different options for what uh, for what the uh, the club logo may may be maybe. And who knows if uh, if if we get that, I, I doubt we'll get all that that worked out in ten weeks time. But we are at uh, this is episode one ninety one. Wow. So like literally, we were we we're less than ten episodes away from two hundred. Um, we got to do something. I I don't know what, but we we got to do something. I've either woken up and or ended a really difficult day with you. <laughs> what? For two hundred <laughs> times, <laughs> and I'm still not an alcoholic. Well. <laughs> 
<laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you know, it depends on what uh, depends yeah. on the episode. I know the jury, the, the jury might be out. Yeah, uh, but no, <laughs> just yeah. Kidding. So we're we're coming up on that. That's so. really special, man. Wow, that's amazing. Y'all okay. be thinking, cool. and, and not yeah. just not just club members, but everybody. If you're a listener of the show, um, and you got really some ideas, awesome. how can we make 200 special? Yeah, we'll, we'll kick around some ideas. Y'all y'all kick some ideas to us, and it's we'll pretty cool. Figure yeah. it all out. And wow. one of the ways that you can kick those ideas to us is by seriously. <laughs> yeah, so, someone just uh, tweeted in. Let's see if I can find it. Uh, Bo York, yeah, not a Carhartt guy. Um, and uh, yeah, actually, that was at Undertaker Piper. So, so very Why? well done. What, what's, what's, what's... I'm, I'm telling you, he's more of a uh, the crushed velvet uh, smoking T-shirt. See, they're going to make a meme of that. With, Somebody's going to Photoshop. So do not... <laughs> Do not Photoshop that. Oh, I can't I don't, wait. I don't. Oh, look, it's already. No, no, I can't okay. wait. Good, good, good. Yep. <laughs> got got several uh, pictures of folks uh, sell, sellers this morning. Our friend, good friend Brian Levine, uh, at my own opinion on Twitter, uh, he sends in a picture of his seller, which uh, in I, I love the cardboard boxes in the background, probably full of uh, aged pipe tobacco. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, this is really cool. Our uh, friend, uh, part time try hard, uh, is delivering. He says he's dropping off my produce at the market. So he's uh, he actually is dropping off uh, fresh produce there. Uh, and um, anyway, listening to the podcast, great way to start the day. It's so cool, all the interesting things that our listeners are into. Uh, it, we just love to love to see that. Absolutely. Well, thanks so much, guys. And uh, like I said, you can keep up with us throughout the week. You can follow us on Twitter, at Squire Radio is the show. You can follow me. I'm at the Real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole, or you can get us at the shop at, at underscore Country Squire. And of course, all that information and more can be found at CountrySquireRadio.com, where ideally, whenever John David has his voice, uh, we do record the show live on Monday nights. Is it safe to say we'll be back Monday night? Monday night, man. All right. Monday night at 830 Central. That's right. My Monday night, eight thirty Central, which is six thirty Pacific and nine thirty Eastern. So I know that Eastern is kind of a bit of a bear. That's but, right. But we but those of you who are willing to bear with us, we appreciate it. That's right. So y'all check it out, countrysquireradio.com. I think that's going to do it for us for this week, man. Dude, I had fun. What a great way to start the day. It's uh, it's going to be a long day. I uh, got got the event this night and uh, tonight, and um, I'll be smoking a lot of lot of tobacco today. But um, are you missing? I, do you miss the morning shows? I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad I got to start it with you. I I don't. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't miss waking up early, but I, I, right. I do kind of miss uh, starting the day on a on a real happy note with uh, with our CSR family. Dude, I love morning shows, man. I, I if at, at some point in my life I I, I want to do a morning pod, a morning live podcast again because it, it is there's just something about starting the day. And I, of course, I'm a morning person, so I got that yeah. kind of like you know yeah I'm up anyway. But there's just something about starting the day like yeah, just it feels good chilling out on air. It feels good. All right, man. Yeah. Well, let's go have a day. See you, brother. listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit pottery.com.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.